came and started drinking. Fucking fired up. Fucking fired, fired that shit up. Show you who the real fuck is. Fire that shit up, boy. Yeah. <laughs> nah, that nigga was too excited. <laughs> Like, that was one thing about Friday. Like, that, but, but, but just speaking on the Friday movies, them hoes, like, made marijuana seem like, it was like, you know what I'm saying? Like, God-like. You know, like, nigga, ah, it's like, okay. Yeah, it's like, okay, my nigga, like, like, it was so, like, but the characters on that, you know what I'm saying? He just brought it out. Like, well, yeah, people yeah, say yeah, yeah. Fridays are like stoner movies, but I, mean, I don't know, guys. Like they, they, the characters pop even more when you high, but even the movie when you sober displays the characters like in a in a a real good way. Because the roles, it's not like this com- complicated and intricate like script. It's very simple and to the point. Dog. Like each each character plays their role and they play it well but but even like the the definition it's the of, nuances in, in friday that are funny when you hide but okay okay my definition of a stoner movie is a movie you watch and the marijuana makes the movie more funny and or interesting and or scary and or you know whatever like it doesn't necessarily have to be a movie where the characters are partaking in marijuana you know what i'm saying like it can be a fucking soft matter of fact great example so one night uh i got some what was it it may have been an edible cookie or brownie or it was something edible and uh i I, me and clinks ate it and we watched um not hot fuzz but a movie that was you you know the guy that's in Hot Fuzz the the Hot Fuzz yeah, yeah, the I white guy yeah so they made a another movie where they did like a a, a, a pub crawl mm-hmm. but like everybody turned out to be aliens or something or like the people like basically like him and his friends went went back to their hometown and they was going to do this pub crawl but when they got back to their hometown everybody was acting fucking weird because they had been gone for like twenty thirty years from their hometown. And then yeah. when they got back, they, they did, like, this pub crawl. Like, I guess they did when they was kids. They were, like, basically kind of, like, recreating it when they're older. And uh, while they were doing it, like, the whole town was acting fucking creepy. Like, like everybody was closing their doors and not saying nothing to nobody and acting weird. And I think, like, the premise was they they were aliens or they were, like, zombies or some shit. Anyway, at the, the whole point of the movie is that they ended up, like, fist fighting the whole town throughout the pub crawl. You know what I'm saying? So every different pub they went to, it was a different Boston that held, that they had to defeat. And when like I mean... Like a video game. Yeah. When I mean that Is movie, that your high mind experience? No. The way no, you that saw was the it, premise of the movie. that's how it is. That's yeah. the premise of the movie. But, yeah. you know, you know when you, when you eat an edible, the, the well, lump... I, I never it, had an edible, so I, I wouldn't know. Okay, so when, when, you, when you eat something that has marijuana in it, the longer it's in your system and the longer you're awake, the higher you fucking get. So the movie is about two and a half hours long. So we ate it and then we were trying to figure out what to watch. So by that time we were getting high. But then the movie started and as the movie is progressing, we're getting high in the bits. Like just as the movie is progressing. And that shit was amazing. That movie had 
had to be top 10 weed movies ever made because the way the shit ended and if you're getting high while you're watching the movie it just gets better and better and to me that's like a true authentic weed movie because the weed made the experience a thousand times more better if you wasn't high you probably wouldn't have had the same experience versus watching friday good like that like 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 the goods the goods is just funny, goods, hot or not. Yeah, I don't know, dog. Because <laughs> that's somewhere, it's like, movie. what the fuck am I watching? We saw that in the theaters. Or, or what else? What's another one? It's like Hot Tub Time Machine? That's, like, a, that's, that's a some weed shit movie. that's stupid. That's a weird movie. But it's just like, when you watch it and you hot dog, that shit is fucking crazy, dog. It's fucking amazing. That's but, definitely a weird movie. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just talking about like, like, like the Friday, the whole thing with like how like every time Craig pulled out a blunt and it was like one blunt you know what i'm saying he pulled out the blunt and it's like you know like jesus had came you know some shit it's like that it's a fucking blunt like nigga like there's nothing incredible happening right now like this nigga just you know like (laughs) i don't fucking like it was just weird like the the relationship between marijuana and the characters in friday you know what i'm saying it was more of an understatement like i said the characters that to me, like, I'm specifically, like, Friday the next. or I mean, next Friday. Like, in that movie, the people that were the funniest weren't re- actually smoking weed. Like, the funniest character to me was, like, like, the Asian lady. The, oh. when, like, when he had on a do-rag and he was walking away and she was like, nice hat. Oh, like, that was... That, a, that the, shit was fucking hilarious. Yeah. Or, like, Michael Rappaport, the mail guy, the guy that delivered the mail. Dog, okay. that nigga was fucking funny, dog. I'm trying to think who, well, besides the obvious, you know, uh, Pinky, you know, obviously, you know, standout character. <laughs> standout, <laughs> I mean, like, every character just stood out. Standout role. And I think that's the, that's the, that's the, uh, the highlight of the Friday movies is each character stands out. You know who was standout, Loki, uh, in Friday After Next? Fucking Moly. Moly, Loki, like, yeah. made that movie. <laughs> like I'm like I'm like I'm gonna you like, like what the fuck wrong with you Molly like, like Molly yeah. Molly's carried like damn Molly you got fucked up <laughs> he came in that whole limping <laughs> he told me told me you you no 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 you you you're not security anymore you're fine like, oh yeah, damn yeah <laughs> yeah that shit was hilarious like like it's you know the supporting roles made the movie. I don't know. It's just interesting how how Ice Cube wrote that wrote wrote those movies. It was like you said, it was very fucking simple. Like I'm just gonna write characters who like marijuana and marijuana helps them get through life or this particular Friday. And that's really yeah. just it. That's that's it. That's it. Like them niggas got a job working security. It was fucking boring and his cousin was uptight and t- took the role too seriously. So he wanted to get him high to get him to relax. And it ended up getting jacked again by Santa Claus. Yeah, but all of those things were understatements. It wasn't like it was about smoking weed. Well, just... well, Friday at the Next definitely stepped away from weed. But Friday and next Friday, weed was Was big. about weed. Yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah, weed yeah. was big. You know what I'm saying? Like that was huge factors in the movie. I don't think they're going to do it. He said they... They trying to do one more. Yeah, he said I don't know if it'll be as good. Well, if you're if you're gonna make it like Friday at the next, then it might be good. But if you're gonna make it like Friday, it's not gonna be good because even now, like okay, the times have changed. Weed is not um, 
it's not illegal <laughs> for one and majority of these, you know, heavily populated areas like California, you know, uh, Colorado, Washington, you know, it's legal in those states. So is the, the allure of it, you know, and the, 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 the mystique of getting high and how you act when you high is like, who don't know that you act yeah. like that? You and know was, what I'm saying? This like, was also, <clears throat> in the times that they came out, this is a movie in which most other movies aren't coming out where people are smoking, smoking weed. Yeah. But since, you know, since Friday after the next, uh, Friday after the next and the fucking boom that fucking Netflix has had, you know what I mean? There's tons of movies about or including, you know what I'm saying, smoking weed. I saw a weed movie with, um, uh, with uh, what's the big dude? Phase on love. Phase on love. I never watched it. I pass it up every yeah. time I get on there. I want to say it's Phase on Love and Eddie Griffin. Uh, yeah, it's it's some movie with Eddie Griffin on there where they started off as no, this is a different movie. But not Eddie Griffin. No, Eddie Griffin is in a movie on Netflix. It's probably off of Netflix now, but at the at point in time it was on there, and it was him and some and a white boy. Yeah, and a white boy. He was in a wheelchair. He was something. Eddie Griffin was in a wheelchair. Yeah, but they started up. They started out as kids, and then they no. That's the phase. That's the phase on love. I'm tripping. I'm getting confused. The phase on love weed movie is that they started off as kids and they got really high or something. They smoked some some mystical. Yeah, and they woke up and they was adults. Yeah, yeah. I never watched that shit. I pass that shit up every time I see it. I watched it for approximately 48 minutes yeah. <laughs> and then i was like why the fuck am i why? you know like netflix the one thing about netflix is that you'll find yourself watching some shit for a long time and not actually watch any of the movie like it's just on your tv and well, you're fucking that's tv period like nowadays a nigga gotta be in a tv watching ass mood to really sit down and watch some shit like like that's why i like shows like that are passive like you could passively watch them and like, still know what's going on, but certain shows you gotta or movies you gotta actually watch them to get what the fuck is going on. So there's there's a place for bullshit movies and shows, and there's a, a place for shows that you should actually sit down and watch. Yeah, and it sounds like that's one of them bullshit shows. You just you know you can fucking cook. No, that or fucking that that phase on love movie is a piece of shit. Like it yeah. is ridiculous how they made that movie. They got high in this van. As kids woke up as adults with the same clothes on that they had, you know, had on as kids, but they're grown as fuck, and now they're trying to navigate life as kids but as adults. <laughs> There's certain movies like I just weird. wonder, like how they made it to theaters. Like, did you ever watch that Uncle Drew, Uncle Drew movie, the basketball oh, movie with Lil Rel and, and yeah. Kyrie Irving? Yeah, yeah, that, that shit tripped me out. Like, this you're shit, wondering how it made it to like, theaters. This shit went to theaters. Well, yeah. Well, <laughs> No, but just thinking of the whole plot and like this nigga is in this fucking grandpa suit the whole show. Like the outtakes were funnier than the entire movie. Well, I'm sure probably Kyrie, somebody came to Kyrie with that idea, and they probably knew it was horse shit. But they figured yeah. if we can get Kyrie in a grandpa outfit yeah. the whole movie, <laughs> yeah. we could probably sell this shit. So that's what happened. He probably agreed to it. They probably cut him a pretty decent check for that. And they cast some supporting roles like Lil Rail, who was fucking popping at the time, and some other fucking non, you know, big, big name, but small name. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're small, but big. Speaking of fucking supporting <clears throat> actors, dog, I love seeing Shaquille O'Neal in movies. 
Now, Shaquille O'Neal seems like he's living the fucking, he's having the time of his life. Listen, I don't give a fuck. In everything that he's doing. Listen, I don't give a fuck what nobody says. Fucking Steel was a great fucking movie. I agree. A slept on. Matter of fact, Kazam was a great movie. Okay, that was a piece of shit. No, (laughs) fuck that. Kazam was the (laughs) shit, dog. You tripping, bro. Steel was hard. Steel actually had a really good plot. Okay, black superhero, yeah. No, but like, but besides that, like how he became Steel was a really good story. You know, like it was kind of heartfelt, and they had like touching moments, and you know, like it was just like he wasn't really a superhero. You know, like he wasn't a superhero, dog. Like he just was a a, a welder. He was just a man. Of yeah, he was steel. just a fucking black man. <laughs> he, was, he wasn't a superhero. He was a dog, swole he was ass a black man. Superhero, bro. Dog, it was like it was. He didn't have any mutant powers. If that's what you. No, he to. had no actual yeah, physical yeah. powers. Dog, he was like a, a black Batman. He was just a black man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a black Batman with some armor, nigga. That's a superhero, bro. It wasn't even really armor. It was just sheets of steel. <laughs> he was, a, I think he was a welder who, like, was seeing somebody be, you know, abused. I thought his, the, his mentor or, like, fucking father figure was the one who made the suit we know zero facts when we're talking yeah, I, have no, I haven't seen this have, movie in at least a decade yeah maybe. i think it's been about 15 years since i've seen that movie and the funny thing is like it's hard to even find that shit i'll be finding old movies on the fire stick low believe it or not no hulu when you oh, get hulu, hulu the most? when you get the premium shit where they got hbo and stars and all that shit mm-hmm. and you get all of the catalogs from there too Dog, it's some shit on Hulu. Bro. Oh yeah, dog. Them fucking cable channels be having yeah, low key. Nah, they like, got the bangers. Shits, bro. Yeah, fucking stars, nigga. Nah, fuck that. HBO. HBO be got some, some fucking shit, but right heat, now. Dog. Stars got it, dog. Because we we got the the HBO Go shit, you know, on the Fire Stick. So I'll yeah. go on there and I'll just look at like their entire movie catalog. Some fucking shit on that though. Like shit, I'm like, oh, nigga. I'll f- I haven't watched this movie in forever, so I guess that's the best way to find movies like Steel and yeah, it's Kazam. Crazy. Well, the Fire Stick is the best way to find anything, but well, mine is just broken, so I just uh, use yeah, it. I use the apps. Fuck up! I got all that shit on mine. Now. Fucking, but uh, but now, nah, like, it's crazy how like cable has just come become obsolete. Like, it's just it's old just, people have cable now, and they still haven't figured out like that you could. Uh, you know, like they just haven't caught the wave. Like but, they know about but, but this. But this shit, is the but... thing about cable. Cable still has its its perks because whenever I go to someone's house that has cable, like I still be like, oh, nigga, this shit is kind of easy. Like you know, it's it's. Don't get me wrong. It's it's not as great as what we have with the internet and apps and fire sticks and Xbox and PS4s it's just and Netflix. Easy. You know, it's yeah, it's. That all of that takes a lot of thought. You know what I'm saying? You gotta, you gotta, you gotta log in. You gotta think about what you want to watch. You gotta. I mean, but I'm just saying, like, you know, like it's passwords and shit. Like, you know, you gotta go from app to app, and certain apps have certain movies, and certain apps don't have certain movies, and certain apps have certain shows, and some apps don't have certain shows, and there's no actual news, and you gotta have an app for the news, and it's like, you know, it's it's not hard at all for somebody who was born. After 1979. That's the the thing that I find with the difference is, is one, I'm not up on sports as much as I could be with cable. Right. I'm not up on the news as much as I could be with cable. Other than that, 
You That's good. about it. Like a lot of times, like you know, you get on social media and you like you hear people still talking about Trump and his wall and shit. Like I was just asking, see, I was like, damn, this nigga Trump still talking about building this fucking wall, and literally he is. Like if that's still an ongoing thing, and Doc, it's just like Doc, the government, the government has been shut, shut down, down for yeah, almost yeah. a month. Well, yeah, well that I'm that. aware of. Yeah, be, yeah, because of that. That's yeah, what, <laughs> but you know, I'm aware of that. But yeah. it's just the fact that that's still like a thing, a trending topic. It's like he hasn't moved on yet. No. <laughs> and it's like, you know, at those times, it's like, yeah, I'm kind of glad I don't pay attention to the news at this point, dog, because <clears throat> shit's really kind of chaotic, dog. It's, it, I think it, all it does is scare people and rile people up at this point. I I heard somebody. Who was... You get a government shut down. The government I, shut down. Nigga, it, it what has somebody, changed about your life? I'm trying to think who, that, who I was listening to say that they haven't watched the news in about 15 or 20 years. It was somebody, I can't remember who I was listening to. It was some fucking older person who was extremely jolly. That's one thing that I remember. I was like, damn, this is a happy-ass person. I cannot remember who this was, but I remember specifically this person saying, I have not watched the actual news in about 15 or 20 years because of what you just said. Because all that shit seems to do is rile people up. And I can, I actually find no need for that in my personal life which was you know interesting that that she said that and i mean she was just the fucking happiest person on this interview that i was yeah. listening to and you know that that has a valid point you know like a lot of times we can it's it's really like religion like we can we can con ourselves into thinking that we have to do something or have to pay attention to something just because of um like uh tradition you know what i'm saying like where it's just the tradition of being aware of what's going on in the news or your mom has the news on or your grandma has the news on or your co-workers is talking about what's going on in the news but 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 i'm saying like it's the same thing like i'm saying like you can con yourself into making yourself feel bad if you aren't aware of what's going on in the news where is you know that you're probably a thousand times more happy when you're, you know, fucking plug the fuck out from what's going on. You know, well, like yeah. just in your own in actual some people's pers- lives, I imagine personal that world. Helps. You know what I'm saying? For example, I could think of an occupation like, say, a barber. It may benefit a barber to be, to be aware up of the news. on, you know, right. current events and up on the current sports stats and all of that bullshit before. You know, a gentleman of, of, of my stature, the news does absolutely nothing for me, dog. And the last thing I want to see, now here's the one thing that makes me feel some type of way, and this is why I like to stay away from the news, too. Now that this is all that's on there. But, like, the last time the last time I really was, like, into the news was around the time that dude Alton Sterling got shot and killed. That shit was and when up. I actually saw the like when I yeah. saw the footage, <laughs> now, that shit is fucked up. Like yeah. if you don't have any type of emotions, if that shit doesn't touch you emotionally, first off you're a sick individual. But second off, who wants to continue? Like who wants to watch the if the, if it doesn't touch you, <laughs> you looked like that was a crazy statement. Yeah. But if that shit doesn't affect you in some way, there's something wrong with you. Speaking of the news and black men being getting them down, I don't know if you're familiar with. A gentleman named Laquan McDonald. No, uh, he. I believe his first name was Laquan. I'm, I may be mistaken, but I'm pretty sure that's what his first name was. Uh, he was gunned down in like 2014. 
he was shot like 30 or 40 times in the back. So it was like, it was all over the news at the time. And it took them forever to convict the cop that did it. They finally convicted them and they, they convicted additional officers in a cover-up story because they were trying to cover up for the cop that actually did the 30 or 40 shooting, you know? And okay. So this past week, the officers who were convicted for the cover-up were found, were acquitted of all charges. So they got off. And then yesterday, the officer who did the, the 30 shots only got six years. See, that's some bullshit. And that's but see that here's the thing about <clears throat> how people get into the news. It's one thing to hear that information and get that information. First off, it still strikes emotion in you. But where are the people who are tuned into this shit that are active? Like, is there's nothing that can be done about it? Obviously, nobody's moved enough to go and strike and and do it. Okay, perfect example. And I don't support this, but. This is something that happens. Every, from time to time, I watch Corey Holcomb now. I'm not as religious as I used to, right? But what some things that he'll say is, you know, that motherfucking cop, let's just say the cop that killed Trayvon Martin, or this this, this gentleman you're speaking of, McQuarrie, mm-hmm. somebody needs to go and get revenge and just fucking take the bid for it. Some, like, people should be upset enough to go and take justice in their own hands and shoot this nigga. You know what I'm saying? Like, but that shit is not happening. So instead of ending these problems or or retaliating with force, we're just continuing to watch this shit happen over and over and over again. That's the reason I tune out. Nobody's willing to do anything. People go, yeah, we're going to talk about it. Yeah, we're going to fucking retweet and retweet and post and all that bullshit, but nothing's changing. Well... Uh, and I'm not going to get into what we should and shouldn't be doing to black people. But, but what I will say is that black people uh, do not support other black people the way that other races support their base. And a great example of that is the guy that was sending the bombs out to all the Democrats. When, like, maybe I know a lot of people forgot about that shit. But that shit was all over the news for like two or three weeks. That nigga was, you know, sending bombs to everybody. And when they caught him, he was riding around in a, a van that was riddled in, you know, pro-Trump stickers and pro-Republican stickers and fuck Hillary stickers and throw her in jail stickers. And just basically like a whole bunch of right wing shit, you know, and that's the thing about other uh, circles or other demographics when they feel like they're being attacked they will go the fucking war over they shit and that's exactly what i'm saying so yeah like even but though we you, won't do that you don't want to get into no black what black should do yeah. but that's what everybody else yeah does. yeah but that that's what you i was what gonna I'm say saying? but that's that's why i said black people do not support other black we're racist against other black people more than what people realize no i think I, well i think black people realize it we know we are, but and that, but that's that's a part of the problem. We are more racist toward black people than white people are. We're the first ones to say, and you listen to any podcast right now, I guarantee you will hear in some segment of it, somebody saying, I don't fuck with niggas. I don't like to be around niggas. I go over here because niggas be over there. 
or this this that because the niggas over there because I don't you know I don't associate I don't want to be in there you can't I don't want to be seen in there why why do I need to be on that side of town X Y Z blah 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 we're saying all those things because there are niggas over there and we don't want to be associated with niggerdom <coughs> yeah but a lot of that has to do like don't get me wrong I think if if I was to say some shit like that. There's a very good reason for it. It's not because oh, I'm more I don't than fuck certain, with well, niggas. Well, I'm, I'm a lot of times, I don't want to go over there because it's a more unsafe environment. Well, but that, well that's what I'm well, going to... You know what I'm saying? Like, it's not... That's that's what everybody and, says. Everybody says that... And it's not every environment that's like that. It's just certain environments. Like, no, no. I'm only referring to nigga environments. Like, that, but that's what I'm saying. That is the go-to phrase, which is, I don't want to be associated with any niggerdom because it's not safe. No, I but, think I think niggerdom is like just uh, okay, but I, but but isn't that the go-to phrase? I don't know if it's the go-to pr- phrase, but no, I, I agree with you. On yeah, that. that's the go-to it. phrase. But every... at the same time, I I think that there's a there's a fine line between people who say that. You know what I'm saying? Like there's a, people who say that phrase where it's coined. I don't want to associate with no niggerdom. A lot of times, those people don't necessarily interact or. Or, or associate with a lot of black people at all. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm Agreed. not saying that I'm not interacting or, <laughs> or you know, dealing in enterprise or X, Y, and Z with black people. I'm just saying, okay, I don't necessarily want to go to this club because I seen, take you back to back in the day when we right. was going to the fucking international ballroom. Ballroom. I don't want to like, see a, yeah, a, a we went a 15 outside. Year there's old. police outside, yeah. <laughs> and there's teenagers outside. We were teenagers too, but there's right. teenagers outside with fucking fully automatic rifles, and the police ain't saying shit. You right. know, like anybody with common sense would say, "Yeah, I probably shouldn't go there." Right. You know, just for the simple fact that there are adult police right. here, and nigga. We saw you and I both saw this right. with our two eyes. I'm not making this shit up. No, no, you know no, no. So I, like, I was there. I just, saw that. Yeah, this and not, not safe. Not only that, there have been numerous times where i was at a teen party on the southwest and a nigga is running through the parking lot aiming a extremely large weapon just at vehicles like in in, in crowds of people and you know you're like hmm that appears to be a semi-automatic weapon and we are ducking in the vehicle because he's running with it Exactly. He's running with it. So, yes, yes, we are not racist. So, it's certain shit I, like that. I am like, not. I'll, I'll pull up at a Fritchie's Chicken. At, all day. On, on site. Like, all you know day. Like, at has, three in the morning. Yeah. With no, for, with no cares. Yeah, but, or anything. But this is what I'm saying. For that matter. There are, Chris Rock was in line when he said there are two types of black people. But he just didn't go in depth enough about it. There are two, two types of black people. There are black people who have experienced some form of negative niggerdom. Either they got robbed, they got shot at, they had, you know, a nigga steal their rims, they had a nigga bust their window out, just something where they were like, okay, you're causing me, like, financial harm, you know what I'm saying? Like, I now have to go call my insurance person, or I have to, you know, go see a therapist because you pulled a gun on me, and now I'm afraid to go out and to take my trash out at night. You know, I'm fucked up because you were in need of some J's, you know what I'm saying? So now I have to fix myself. So you have a warranted reason to be hesitant about going to the fucking spot. Certain areas. In third world, you know, whatever, just, just, just off of your experiences. Now that's one type of black person. 
Now you have another type of black person who, like you said, has never actually been involved in any type of niggerdom experience, niggerdom environment, but they just listen to a lot of fucking NWA. They watch a lot of news. Uh, yeah, they watch a lot of movies, yeah. and they automatically assume that if it's a bunch of hood people in and around an establishment, I'm going to get robbed. Yeah. So I don't want that. to go. I'm gonna dispel the two types. It's not just two types. Like there's there's a variety. Well, of I'm types, speaking honestly I'm, I'm, I'm speaking because on those two. you could also take a person say who. For example, like my wife, raised from a military background, who has lived in multiple countries and been around nothing but military uh, brats or offspring. They call themselves military brats, but, you know, uh, uh, kids that are of multi, you know, multi, multiple backgrounds. You know what I'm saying? So they're raising a really diverse upbringing. But you may have, you know, quote unquote, them hood cousins who treat you awkwardly. Because you don't speak like them, you're not into the same things that they in. So now you have this this uh, fucking perception of black people from a certain type of background based on the way that they treat you. You know what I'm saying? Based on the fact that you don't identify with them so much. You know what I'm saying? Or it's not just always, uh, you know, something. It's, it's not. It's, it's not always black hurt. and white like that. Or, yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's, it's blurry it's lines. It's nuances and, yeah, to it. Yeah, it's yeah, so yeah. many. Yeah. It's so many different factors that come into play. Or you have somebody who somebody who could have came from, you know, the gutter. You know what I mean? Like I don't like somebody who could have came from a fifth ward and went to college, got a bachelor's, got a master's, got a PhD, and now they want nothing to do with the hood because. You know, they they work so hard to get out that now all they identify with is affluent people that have access and who have money. But but, but this is where but but this is where I think this is where the disconnect is with black people. What you just said, I want to stay right there. What you just said, the black person who's from Fifth Ward, you know, basically had his grandma raise him, you know, parents wasn't shit. You know, uh, had to work hard for everything, probably got a job at 13, been working his whole life, worked himself through college, got a master's degree, got a Ph.D., moved out the hood, moved to Atlanta, got got around some money, got around some white people and some affluent black people and was done with that hood shit and never no longer wants to be around that hood shit. But this is the conversations we need to have is because, you know, those individuals are becoming more and more uh, base black. You know, that's that's becoming the status quo is black people who are educated. You know, the hood is 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 shrinking. You know what I'm saying? Like there are more and more people who are going off and experiencing the world, you know, and um, now it's it's still there. But but I'm saying like there, there are more of the educated black people now or at least people who are attempting to educate themselves and. What, what we tend to do is we tend to not have the conversation about those people who are deciding to not take that path, who may not be as smart or may not have, you know, the, 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 the drive to go out and get it the way you do. Now, does that necessarily mean that they're they they shouldn't be respected as much or that their life isn't as valuable as yours because they aren't as intelligent as you or because they don't work as hard as you maybe they may have some type of you know family defect going on or some type of you know thing in their bloodline that you know is just passed on and nobody from that 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 family ever did anything so all they know is the environment and that's all that they're comfortable with so I'm, i'm only speaking about that because we as black people have to value every black person exactly. the same way that 
the base Republican, the base white people, they don't they don't look at each other that way. Like, yeah, they they look down on poor white trash, but they'll never throw them to the dogs like we do. Like we look at those black people who don't work hard or don't expire to do anything. We look at them like trash. Yeah, and that's and, and that's a white that's that. a white complex. That's something that was in, that was shown to us from white people, and we took it and not realized that they don't even do that shit to their own people, but yeah. we're doing it. I think the best quote or or you know story, whatever you want to call it, that can dispel that shit is simply, you know, everybody doesn't have the capacity to be a brain surgeon. Okay. Somebody at the hospital has to fucking take the trash out. Somebody has to work in the fucking goddamn mess hall and prepare food. Somebody has to wash dishes. And somebody has to fucking, you know, be able to do perform open heart surgery. You know what I'm saying? But at the end of the day, it's all one family. It's all one fucking operation that's, you know, being executed. Now, if you choose to look down, if you're a brain surgeon and you look down on the person who is cooking the food, the mess hall or the fucking cafeteria is just as vital in this particular place of business as the brain surgeon. Granted, the brain surgeon has, you know, you know, a more, their responsibility, you know, is in life or death is in their hands. However, if you look at it as a family and as the staff of the hospital, everybody's on the payroll. That's all I'm saying. Yeah, no, it's, it's, we're all human beings. Absolutely. At the end of the day, this work shit, this driving cars, this house shit, this clothes shit, that shit means nothing. We all come from monkeys. We all were fucking apes running through the fucking jungle trying to fucking find some meat and something to fuck. That's universal. That's not separate by class. We invented the class shit. That shit has nothing to do with the genetics of who we are as people. And we can easily get duped into this this world shit where we're idolizing things I'm not that have nothing that to do we with were monkeys. Okay, well, that's a, <laughs> listen. That's a whole nother podcast, and I'm I don't have the 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 brain capacity to get into that shit. But yeah, what I will say, what what I what I will say, is that there is no difference in anatomy between. The nigga that's performing brain surgery and the nigga that's asking for chains on the corner. I agree. So with that simple logic, I just would aspire for all black people to understand that until we value black life, I know that sounds so fucking cliche. No, to say don't that, even dog. fucking preface it. It dog. sounds so cliche. Say what you gotta bro. say. Fuck it that. sounds so cliche, dog. But it's so goddamn true. We have to value black people we have to as black people we have to value like this is a black person talking telling you that we currently do not value black people if they are within a certain class yeah and this goes to what i was just telling you about the killer mike show um in regards to just that first episode where he his objective was to live black for three days and he failed horribly at it because he realized that there were no of businesses there was no network of completely black owned and he didn't go too in depth with it he did what he could with the show because he could have been as descriptive as you know i can't get a barbershop a, a haircut in this barbershop because the clippers weren't made by a black company yeah yeah, yeah. like he could have went really in depth but i mean he, he proved his point without and and what the episode ended in was that 
Then what I took from it and what I really feel like like we should adopt is Black Fridays. Like, matter of fact, I think this episode should be titled Black Friday. But at the end of it, he was just talking about, you know, at least take every Friday to go and spend your money at black owned businesses. You see what I'm saying? At the very least. And that could help to, you know, keep the black dollar in the black community just a little bit longer. Like he and, did, and he we, ran and down we all, all the stats. And, it's crazy. And the funny thing is, we all know somebody who is an entrepreneur. Yeah, we all we know all some black know somebody, from the, from and they may be uh, selling shirts. They may be, you know, uh, doing a catering business. They yeah. may be, you know, selling cakes. They may be, you know, doing wedding planning. They may be doing something. And I know for a fact that it is extremely possible for every black person to support a black business every Friday. If we, instead of judging those people and looking at them like, nigga, that shit ain't even hot. You know, like just, you know, I know niggas on Instagram all day long and they seeing they, they classmates and they, they, they neighbors doing something something to get a hustle. And instead of judging them and looking at them like, nigga, that shit ain't even hot. Or, you know, just Just instead of fucking, instead of fucking hating on it, or, you know, not understanding it or it not being necessarily for you, you that, you that doesn't necessarily mean that you, you can't support it. I think people feel like if it's not in their interest, they can't support it. It's like, my nigga, it's a black business and it's somebody that you know. Hey, shout out to Big Draco. Hey, man, shout him out. I don't give a fuck about that shit. Shout out to Big Draco. Fuck all that shit. That's the message of the fucking month, nigga bullshit N- niggas will support oh, he's fucking full of shit niggas will support but at the end niggas of the day, will support a nigga they never even met but they neighbor who they grew up with yeah. <laughs> they neighbor they grew up with since they was fucking been five busting his ass yeah, fucking been, making right. them fucking ribs and them chicken wings and you won't go get a plate nigga I swear or a nigga making a t-shirt nigga no gotta, you know what uh, uh, some music out nah nah dog. listen I'm gonna do you one better they don't they won't even fucking like the photo yeah, man. They won't even here. fucking like the photo. It's hard out here, man. <laughs> Listen it's to that shit. Listen to that shit. We trying to get somebody to leave their house or go onto a website, place order, put their debit card number in, do do their address for the shit. Just shipping. listen to us listen. fucking ramble for an hour or two. Listen, you know listen to mean? a podcast Whatever. episode that may actually have some gems for your ass in it, but you won't even like a goddamn picture yeah, or a photo you know what it's a, okay i'm ended at this there's a netflix film movie documentary whatever the fuck you want to call it on netflix currently called the american meme have you heard of this the american me or the american meme the american meme m-e-m-e no meme internet meme I haven't seen the it. show is called american meme and the premise of the of the of the doc is about the internet and how things go viral, people go viral, how they make a living out of it. Um, uh, Vine celebrities, uh, King Bats, you know, all these characters who we watched, you know, develop a following on the internet and then become, you know, basically internet famous and establish a career. So in, in the film, they have a huge portion dedicated to Paris Hilton. Mm. And it talks about how, you know, when Paris Hilton was popping, and, you know, Kim Kardashian was an intern. There was no social media. But paparazzi followed her around everywhere. She was the fucking 
queen of doll. this shit. Like, yeah. she started all of this shit. How to build a brand, how to fucking get into products, how to get into advertising. She was the fucking pillar for the the model that everybody is using. So they, they dedicated a huge portion of the film just, just to her and her story. And she talks about how at the time it was great and she was, you know, really popular, but she never asked for it. And, you know, how she has all these regrets and how, you know, she couldn't leave her house because of all the, the fame and, you know, the sex tape leaked and she was so embarrassed and, you know, she was depressed. All right, and, nigga, fuck, you know, come on. All, all, all that extra shit. But, uh, but it go it goes into the internet, you know, uh, celebrities right now, like King Batch, this other guy named uh, Slut Something, who's an Instagram star, and this other girl that, that was on Vine, she got like, you know... 10 12 million followers or whatever but the the show really focuses on the after effect you know what i'm saying like after their you know popularity dies down and after the fucking lights cut off and after you know the likes go away and they start to decrease and and when they get older they get in their 30s and they realize that the shit means nothing you know what i'm saying like these people these instagram followers they, they they're just looking for whatever the fuck is trending right now. Like they're you know what I'm saying? Like it's it doesn't last forever, basically. That's the point of the story. And it really emphasizes how, you know, you really should celebrate real life because real life is what those internet people are actually trying to get now. Because they've been internet famous for all this time and they realize how fake and phony that shit was and how that shit actually led to nothing progressive or positive in their life. But now they're 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 looking at the regular Smo, like the regular Joe, the nigga that just got a nine to five. They envy that person. They envy the person that has like a real relationship with somebody and not just somebody fucking him because he's an Instagram star. Like it was just ironic, the shit that they talked about, because, you know, these are people who are these are people that people aspire to be on the internet. You know what I'm saying? Like you look at these posts, these photos, these likes and shit. And you're like, damn, nigga, that nigga probably got a hell of life. And then. On the flip side, they're like, man, I am fucking miserable. Well, yeah, that, I hate but those this shit. people, like, not everybody, you know, had, you know, this high level of integrity to begin with. So I can understand, you know, like, for example, like, in regards to creating a platform and building a business, we know that, you know, being famous or gaining fame or attention is a part of it. However, that's the least of our worries. We give a fuck about how, figuring out how to cash out on this shit, how to fucking incorporate this and build some longevity out of it, how to maintain, you know, the the, the uh, relationships that we have without compromising. Like a like a uh, what's her name, Paris Hilton. You know, she went to the to the extent of of shooting a porno. Yeah, I would feel bad after 10 years if I shot a porno that the world could see. You know what I mean? Like, you know, we're not, not everybody who's seeking fame and fortune or not even, I'm not even going to call it fame and fortune. Just, just trying to make a name in the entertainment business is without a stable foundation. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a lot of people who are, but at the end of the day, the only thing that matters to me on the outside of the podcast, I have a family. Right. We have. Yeah. yeah. But I, I was. These people basically got famous when they were 18, 19. And they basically were catapulted into 
Hollywood and celebrity yeah. and so, okay, I mean, it's, it's kind of it's, I can understand, yeah. But so I just, it's just not like so it's like it's like, it's like think think of it like like this like the the the, the fucking slut guy. His I forgot his name, but his Instagram name is slut something. His whole thing is that he got famous for posting like really raunchy photos with celebrities and at parties. So that became a business for him. Like people would fly him out to come to their parties and basically like just do like raunchy shit and put it on Instagram. And he's been doing it now for about 10 years. So now he's like he's traveling every day. He dropped out of college because he realized that it started making money for him at the time when it started when it first started popping up. So it basically became his career. So now he's at the point where he's like 33 years old. He's exhausted from partying every night. He's depressed. He's suicidal because he drinks all day. His his business, his career He's is partying. partying. Yeah, you get paid to party. And yeah. you know, for 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 his for his clients, all they're thinking about is having a good time because that's what they book him for. That's what they're doing. That's that's the point of it. But for him, it's Tuesday. And he's been partying for eight days but straight. But that's him he's now. Like saying, yeah, that, that's him now. You still have a choice. Right, though. right. But not, and that's, that's where the movie is interesting because now he's at this crossroads where he's built this brand. He's built this business of partying. It's his main source of income. He has to pay rent. He has to pay bills. And for the past 10 to 12 years, he's done absolutely nothing else. This is all that he does. This is all that he's known for. And everybody wants him to do this shit. What so, is a drug dealer's fucking main goal? To get out the game. To get out the fucking game. So as far as I'm concerned, you're highly aware that this lifestyle is fucking not uh, fucking beneficial to your health yeah, or at, your family's yeah, health. At 33, you are. But at 18, you aren't. At 18, at, at 18, you're getting $100,000. You're like, nigga, I'm on. I got it. Nigga, this is what I'm about to do forever. And you do it, and you do it, and you fuck, and you have threesomes, and you partying, and you partying, and you drinking, and you drinking, and then you get older, and you're like, I can't keep doing this. Okay. Like I, I like I, but I have nothing else. I didn't, I didn't invest well, my money. Well, like see, I, now I didn't, that I didn't is the buy, problem. I didn't buy that, any property. The problem is, like, is <laughs> I didn't educate myself along the way of getting, a, you know, of, of running these checks up. That's, right, right, because the uh, that's what I'm saying. The, I'm pretty the, sure Paris Hilton is still chilling. No, but you got to remember, Paris she, Hilton, she already her family rich. ran yeah. the Hilton Hotel, so yeah. she had business savvy in her blood, you know what I'm saying, versus somebody who became Instagram famous or Vine famous, and they get this this stardom quickly, and it catapults I, I them. I no sympathy for these niggas. Yeah, you know, I mean, I... I you know, it's a fucking could cry me a river all day, but, at, but I just found it interesting... That a lot of people don't think of it like that. When you look at these Instagram posts and these people who have all these followers, like you automatically like feel like you want to be like them, or they got it all, or they they, they where you want to be at, you know, because you're trying to get your shit off. And they yeah, if got that's it. if that's yeah. the way you're looking at it, you know what I'm saying? Then you know, I think that is highly. I think it's great that you brought up that point, and at the same time, you know, it's it should be time to reevaluate. You know what I'm saying? Because, yeah, fucking popularity is what's it now. But yeah. at the end of the day, it's you know, what likes. what are you sacrificing <laughs> for popularity? You know what I'm saying? Like, what, you know, or what are you looking to gain from this popularity? But that, well, it's well, fine well, if you get it. Well, that, that that's what I was saying. Like, it's not real life because real life is 
like we were talking about your neighbor trying to get their business off the ground and exactly. they're they're marketing their product through Instagram and you won't even like that shit. Dog, you you, you won't even killer Mike you won't even support that shit. But you're you're liking this nigga photos and posts. And you know what I'm saying? Like, it's like, that shit or this, is... this yes, female, because she's shaking her ass. That's what I was trying to get to. Yeah. It's like, that shit isn't even... Like, you're 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 looking at it... You're looking at the lens from backwards. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're yeah. looking at shit totally backwards. The shit that you should be supporting, you're not. Shit that you should be liking, you're not. The shit that you are liking and supporting, they don't give a fuck about that shit, and they actually want you to stop. Hmm. Yeah. At the end of the day, we should be more selective with our likes, people. <laughs> and like this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yo, man. Fucking like this shit, motherfucker. Shit, nigga. Nigga, retweet this shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, nigga. Fucking, yeah, nigga. Make this shit go viral, nigga. Fucking click this shit. Click bait. Yeah, Fuck nigga. Yeah. I, I, be, I bet you won't click this shit. I nigga. swear to God, all we would have Fucking to do is record nigga. us doing a podcast and just have some chick shaking her ass. <laughs> nigga, we'd go up. Oh, we'd go, shit, it'd be nigga. up there. Oh, shit. It'd you be talking about going up, nigga? That fucking check is fucking flowing, nigga. One of these Instagram models to fucking shake their ass. The whole time. The whole <laughs> fucking hour and 30 minutes. I'll fucking be like, oh, that's popping. Nigga, they be lit, Nigga, play that shit again. Yeah, yeah, my nigga. What, what was the nigga talking about? <laughs> what was his name again? What was his name again? Oh, what's, what's that pool cash yeah, shit? Yeah, fucking pool cash. Yeah, nigga, shit. But you can see her ass, though. Yeah, you see that yeah, ass. Just fucking retweet that shit, motherfucker. Low key, that's a, a hell of an idea. <laughs> <laughs> just to see what happens. <laughs> that is a hell of an idea. Just to see what my, happens. My, my actual personal life and family would be in shambles. <laughs> yeah, my wife but, wouldn't be but too the, happy to but see it. Overall, but I think she would also understand. I'm pretty sure I could explain it to her in the way she Overall, the likes would fucking skyrocket. <laughs> Which goes back to our point. What are we doing this shit for? Because <laughs> we clearly are aware of what can get us the fuck popping. <laughs> We're clearly aware of that shit. Find a big booty bitch. Now, Check. you know how tempted I be to ask these bitches? Because they solicit their services on Instagram daily. Yeah. Like, for a promo, for a duh, yeah, duh, duh, no. d- d- hit me no, up. I, and I I'd be like, man, this only listen, bitch one is $300 here, listen, bitch. I don't, I, listen, I'm not a, uh, what do you call, call you it? a bitch, but goddamn. I'm know. not a, uh, a record executive or A&R or, I'm not even an intern. But what I do know. Is that niggas in the rap game uh, basically are currently finding bitches shaking their ass on Instagram and paying her to play their song in the video while they dance. And they are using this as marketing for said song. Now, I'm not the smartest person in the world, but I do understand that this is a fucking brilliant idea. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, it's worked and, on me a couple yeah, times. Yeah, and the only problem with the plan is that everybody found out about the plan. Exactly. <laughs> so, <laughs> that was your fucking, that was your fucking <laughs> downfall, my nigga. You fucked up the game. You fucked up the fucking secret ingredient, nigga, which is game is supposed to be sold, <laughs> not told. <laughs> Stupid motherfucker. You told too many people, and now everybody got hip to that shit. And now everybody, the fucking whole market is saturated. So now you got to, guess what? Figure out a new game. 
So let's up the ante. <laughs> Instead of us shaking ass, she's sucking dick. <laughs> <laughs> let's take it. <laughs> let's fucking up the stakes a little bit, my nigga. Oh, best believe, nigga. If Instagram That shit'll died, fly on Twitter. If Instagram It'll fly died, on Twitter, bro. If Instagram allowed pornographic images to be liked and retweeted, nigga, this shit would bro, this Instagram shit, would listen, rival porn. Listen, my nigga. If they were able to put real porn on Instagram, I I guarantee you it's a goddamn Arab. It's, it's an Arab nigga right now cooking up the fucking code to create a porn Instagram or an Instagram that allows porn, and he's nigga. fucking whipping that goddamn code up, nigga. He's like, oh, nigga, wait till this shit drop in twenty twenty one, nigga. Instagram gonna have some fucking competition. Nah, you niggas might be thinking, oh, porn, really? Oh, porn. you niggas think this shit is? Bullshit. Hey, listen, why porn is a multi billion dollar. When industry, I tell you that market and is it takes died. up of over fifty percent, or at least fifty. percent I don't know the exact number. No, but it's listen. a high percentage of the internet. Listen, nigga. Tumblr just this past year took down all of their porn posts. Then they prohibited porn to be posted on Tumblr. And Tumblr is a huge social media platform that porn was heavily integrated in. Mm -hmm. And when they fucking banned porn, niggas was damn near picketing in the fucking streets. (laughs) So they're now basically like, they, they, they basically have opened the market wide open for that Arab nigga to come through with that fucking beastie ass app nigga that allows porn to be shown like Instagram shows regular photos and videos. You know, and that that shit is wide open. It's just waiting for a nigga to say, oh, I got this app. It basically does the same thing as Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter. But guess what? You can post a nigga, a bitch sucking a nigga dick on that. (laughs) With your song playing in the background. Download it. It's free. And that shit's going to go up, nigga. That yeah. shit's gonna go the fuck up. I agree. Somebody figures out how to get that disclaimer. Oh, nigga, porn, shit porn is next, my nigga. All this booty shaking videos Wait, and twerking is now. Well, <laughs> no, clearly. Porn is now, and porn is the internet. Let's but I'm like, saying, I'm saying, ten years from now, is is going to be way more Instagram. It's already a lot. Yeah, just yeah. like that. You see, like a lot of those Instagram models now. Not not the big the top tier ones. They're prostitutes. Saying? But a lot of them are like they got like those cam fucking uh, yes accounts yeah. and, and, all and it's not of even a, it's not even a fucking cam account. Dog, a, you gotta dog. watch this Killer Mike show. Even that's in there. Dog. Like they go to a dog, they dog. This nigga goes to the extent of creating educational porn to teach you a technical trade while porn is happening. I'm telling you, nigga, this podcast would go the fuck up. If a bitch was shaking her ass for the whole hour and thirty minutes of the podcast is going on, yeah, and and you know, I would be quite amazed to see a young lady with that level of energy. Well, for well, for one, she's probably going to have some crackhead tendencies because that's a long ass time to be shaking your ass. So she's going to have to be on some type of substance. <laughs> now I'm not going to provide her the substance. Will it be safe? I supply you. Ah <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, Jesus! Shout Christ. out to the fifth ward. Shout out, yeah. I listen, <coughs> listen. I don't even know anymore. What's that? I don't even what's, know anymore. What's it, what's it? All I know is that you niggas will be entertained by the <laughs> the simplest of things. Oh yeah, monkey shit. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Oh damn. It's very damn. simple. 
Oh, <laughs> Patrice O'Neal saying, do you could you imagine how it was in the year one when a nigga realized <laughs> what vagina? Oh man, yeah man, and there you have it, folks. If I was okay, let me be quiet because I'm getting some conspiracy theory shit, nigga. If I was if I was uh, if I was a stripper like a black girl like shaking my ass all the time, I would fucking. I would huddle up with all the the top booty shaking bitches on Instagram and like you know what delete all the accounts we're gonna start our own fucking app niggas gotta download it and see all our fucking booty shaking videos to see have us promote their songs I would take all that shit the fuck down from Instagram cause I guarantee you y'all hoes is getting pennies nah, to the dollar you that, that Ahmed you was talking about Ahmed is whipping that code like, y'all niggas hey I, Okay. All okay. You, you know what? All you nice niggas, fucking... all you niggas is gonna come back to this podcast. Like, damn, that nigga Johnny told us. He told us the shit was coming. And nigga, when that shit come, well, for... <laughs> they gonna have a hard time <laughs> because getting niggas to pay for shit. <laughs> now, I really think even those cam websites. Okay, I'm no, a regular internet nigga. I'm a regular internet nigga, dog. First off, in my in my decades of internet usage, you ain't right? Never paid. I, I, I've listen. never paid for porn. You and me both, brother. But so what listen. I'm saying is, is niggas what, is paying. No, I know they are. Yes, I know that they are. Yes, but what I'm saying is, is like, well, that, I guess all they need is a small demographic of people to pay. You only need a good fifty. Yeah, and so it's twenty five dollars yeah, a month. You can get fifty monthly niggas to give you ten dollars a month. Nigga, I said twenty five. That's five thousand dollars a month Shit. for one person. That, that, that fucking rent and that BMW fucking uh, uh, monthly note is being paid with ease. Couple that with <laughs> yeah. a fashion nova fucking uh, uh, uh fucking uh, uh product uh, placement uh, fucking, yeah, fucking uh, product deal, placement nigga. fucking uh, uh revenue stream coming in. You add an extra fucking that's an extra eight bands at least. Especially if you got a lot of followers. Yo, so you're making $18,000 yeah, a month. You a little stipend to give you some free clothes and shit. Y'all hoes need to be racking up. I, said, I agree. Y'all some, y'all some dumbass bitches. You no, know, I dog, think they just lazy, dog. You ain't got to do Every, shit. First off, a female ain't got to even shake her ass. Dog, I saw some shit on the internet where a bitch was just wearing, like, uh, pantyhose. It was like uh, it was uh, it was uh, it was supposed to be a porn video, but the bitch didn't do anything. She just was trying on different pantyhose. I was like, "What kind of fucking horse shit is?" Couldn't, couldn't turn away. But, <laughs> couldn't look away. Couldn't look but, away. But, but my point I is, I was slightly disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> she didn't do anything. But away. it just it just dawned on me, you know, halfway through the video, <laughs> she did. She wasn't doing anything. She just was trying on different nah, videos. These women get paid, and they ain't even naked in some of these videos. I imagine that. I mean, all the on the only point to this is that Instagram is giving you hoes pennies to the dollar. The money that Instagram is making off of them fucking likes and fucking marketing and products advertising is is you couldn't fathom those checks, you bitches, you you, you bitch, you couldn't fathom that shit. But I guarantee you, if all you hoes come together, delete all your accounts, all the million fucking followers no longer can fucking like your booty. I mean, take Indeed, everything fucking to, down. To your defense, 
All these hoes will say, I ain't no hoe, da 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 yeah, bitch, but you shaking your ass on the internet every day. Whatever the fuck you want to call yourself, whatever entrepreneur, hoe, uh, a student, whatever the fuck you are, nigga, y'all, y'all hoes come together, all of y'all fucking do the math. Y'all, y'all actually, no, y'all actually sit down and do the math and tally up, tally up how many followers all of y'all have together and I guarantee you it's gonna push close to 100 million. And all y'all agree to delete, all y'all have to agree. Y'all all delete y'all accounts, knock on Ahmed door, all y'all come together and say, hey man, uh, we want to be partners in your app to where all of our videos are exclusive to your app all of the people have to download the app to see our videos. I don't videos. think that many women could get along with them for Well, that's the fucking problem over <laughs> catty shit. You're fucking mad at her because she bought the same fucking socks as you. Who gives a fuck, bitch? Go get the bag. Fuck this 10,000, 12,000. I'm good. I'm, look how much they cut me, bitch. Ahmed, Ahmed can give you money to fucking start your own goddamn Facebook. I'm not talking about go buy Ben's money. I'm talking about you can go fucking buy Disney World money. <laughs> like, you, y'all don't even understand the money that's been... I, look, okay, last point. I know I said the other shit was the last one, but this last point. Y'all hoes need to go listen to Trapping Anonymous. <laughs> <laughs> it's a podcast. Fucking shout out to my nigga fucking Chris Styles and this motherfucking hoes. Fucking shimmying up and down on you hoes. That motherfucker's giving y'all hoes the game for free. Trapping Anonymous is numerous episodes on there. You can fucking get this shit. But it's one in particular called Heads Fund Anonymous, where you actually get a glimpse of real fucking paper out here being made. And that will maybe enlighten you hoes to what it means to really be out here getting to the bag. Because that shit gives you a fucking step-by-step blueprint on how to actually acquire wealth. Not no fucking check. I'm talking about wealth. Shout out to the niggas. (laughs) Fucking raggedy bitch. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking bitch. (laughs) Fucking raggedy ass bitch.